0: Welcome in, everybody, to a special episode of Scary in the Scrub. We are doing a little uh, special short, I guess, pregame for the NCAA tournament here, and uh, we kind of just wanted to get on here, answer some questions, talk our talk, and, you know, get into everything we want to talk about. You know how it goes with us. We kind of get all over the place, and we just wanted to kind of get after it this morning and uh dive into it uh i'm excited
1: Man, are, you tapping, you are you tapping the desk right now are you tapping the desk are you are you have no. nervous nervous energy right now no oh, no I, you were like i heard your notepad like cracking the desk or whatever we oh that must there. have been what it was yeah it must have
0: been something like that no i'm not nervous i'm, oh. I'm confident in my picks i'm i get to watch basketball all day no nerves i'm good nice. how are
1: you i'm yeah i'm good i'm like la- last night uh I didn't really plan. I didn't. I didn't like uh, recalibrate my my internal clock. So,
0: oh, okay. That was
1: that was too much. Like too much exciting games down to the wire. It fatigued me. You know, it, like drained me a no, lot. No,
0: definitely. Yeah. So definitely. now,
1: uh, and I wanted to get. I wanted to knock out Justice League Snyder cut because that premiered last yesterday. So I I was like, yeah. I was like, I got to find f- a four hour window. So I slept Insane. like five hours last night. Got up at six. Started Snyder Cut. I'm right about the part where they're about to like bring Superman back to life and get down to business. I um, oh,
0: don't give any spoilers. Though. I still got to die. I got Justice League
1: came out like two years ago. They bring Superman back. Everyone knows that part. Like that's not that's not spoilers. Okay. Like, right, he, right. yeah, he's, he's going to hand out ass weapons. Yeah, that's what Superman does. So uh, so, I'm, so I'm, I'm getting into it. So like when that happens, I'm going to be hyped and then that'll carry me. That energy boost will carry me through the rest of the day. Events of the way tournament day, games, if I can get it knocked out in time. So yeah, it's going to be fun. That's how I planned everything out. So good luck with that. Yeah. Let me know how that is. One tell me, tell is. me what you're feeling. Ready like we, we, were, we were texting time. each other last night. Tell me what you're feeling about, about the D Rock, the D-Rock show, baby. I'm Got so happy dub. for D-Rock, man. I'm so happy
0: for my God D Rock, man. I like that team. That was such an excited game. I was feeling for them early. I was like, I didn't want it to be I didn't text you this, but I was like, I don't want this to be like a Creighton Providence game where they just dug themselves into a hole too early. Yeah. But then when they made that, they started to make that comeback at halftime. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" That's when I really locked in, and that
1: game was so exciting. That game was crazy. That was legit. I uh, I just love the way you can tell. You can't you can't tell this unless you know, but because I know that he coaches Drake, watching Drake play and not like, not give up when 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 they had moments to like just fold up and yep. lose confidence yep. and, and stop fighting. You just can tell that's a D-Rock coach team, man. They just never stopped. Yeah, like they, the, they they I went got... through offensive ruts and it's like they just never stopped fighting. They were like they, they they got stops, they kept getting stops. They they hung together on the defensive end. They kept themselves in the game even when it felt like the game was getting away from them. And then then shots started falling, they get confidence back and like wish State couldn't couldn't stop it. Like I know it was a one point game, but Wichita State couldn't stop the momentum. When they when the shots started falling, they had already had energy from the way they were getting stops on the defensive end. And once the offense got rolling, then the confidence was like on a different level, and Wichita State couldn't match it. And that's just a D-Rock coach team, man. That's like the way Absolutely. you guys that's the way you guys operate when you get rolling under they're fighters, man. Yeah. They're
0: fighters. Like they he's got like the it's the mentality he brings. Like and he even brought that to our my freshman sophomore year's teams. Like he just it's that it's that fighter. It's that I'm not going down. I'm I'm not going down without swinging mentality, yeah. you know, like it's and you can see it and you can just tell those guys love playing for him and then mm-hmm. they, they will fight for him and they will play for him. Like they will run crazy amounts. They will go for crazy loose balls. Like it's just that mentality. and It's that warrior mentality and they got it. So happy to see them pull that off. Wichita State credit to Wichita State, too, though, man, that's tough. Yeah, team. tough,
1: tough year for sure. Tough yeah. team yeah they went through they, they with all they had to go through to get to the tournament yeah 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 it Until was the, uh yeah. it was like normally normally it's not hard to find the root against wichita vibe but no. in that one you're like man that that group's been through a lot so you kind of feel bad for them um to go down like that yeah but you know then you go into the drake locker room and it's like you see d-rock talking about hey like we got the jitters out of the way we're going to go play USC uh, in a couple of days no one's going to think we got a shot like you guys can just loosen up like don't even there's no reason to be tight anymore but at the same just time like at the same time he, play, he like get, he basically gave the house money speech right which is like mm. typical yeah that's a, that's an yeah. easy one to, to latch on to mm. but then the D-Rock came out at the end. he's like hey but well, we're going to go get a dub like you know what i mean that's that like don't even no one thinks we're going to win so you guys can play free and easy and not worry about it, let's but go. but in this locker room we think we're gonna win. So yeah, let's go get another one. We're not done yet. Like I just yeah. love that those, because that's true. They too. respond to that. Like it looks genuine. He believes because that they're gonna win. Because and because of that, those dudes know how good they are. They're like, oh shit, we like
0: who, USC. Who like? Yeah, we can do this. Like, and I believe he puts that in them. Like I believe that's what D Rock does. D Rock, mm-hmm. he's like. He's that dude. He's like, I'll put the same type of work in that they did. You guys did the same. Like, we have the same type of mentality in this locker room that any other team that's successful in the country does. Like, why not? Yeah. So, it's going to be fun. They're but they're Because you,
1: you, you fill a locker room with belief, too, because as the yeah. guy who has to, like, give energy to guys who are, you know, tired with 10 minutes to go mm-hmm. in the game, like, mm-hmm. feeling that fatigue, think they're hitting a mm-hmm. wall, and they have to get a boost from mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Um, that he give he instills belief in guys like that's, that's not easy to teach a coach to do. You know what I mean? You just have to have it essentially. So yeah. they, they won an NCAA tournament game last night with, without their starting point guard injured, done for the year. Um, and their leading scorer was back for the first time in a kind of a role, a six man role last night, but he was back for the first time in five weeks from a fractured foot. Like that wasn't full strength Drake last night. And they Warriors. still got they still got the job done. You Warriors, know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah. That's yeah. like that's that's the D-Rock team that you know that, that you guys beat Villanova without Ronnie and like no one gave you a chance in hell. Like, you know, the Wisconsin game when they were top ten and no one thought Creighton's unranked and they're like, you know, they're not, you know, Justin's young. Kyrie's only a sophomore. Like Marcus Foster's in his first game. Uh, since transferring from K State, what are you going to get out of him? Mm-hmm. Like all that type of stuff. Like he's just he just makes those guys believe in themselves, no matter what. He, no matter what the odds. He are. He
0: also you you hit on it kind of yesterday when we were talking about it. Just like because of that confidence he instills and just his attention to detail with certain things. I just remember from all of his scouts, right? Like he was so good. Like he always obviously had the big game scouts those yeah. in those two years, and he was just so good with it because he actually funny enough was the first one you know how and basically when, when you do like the in the ball, ball screen like pick and roll reads like the hauser screens you know that that term that originally had come from him i think he was the one that like kind of sniffed that out because it was like that season when he like was doing it the most and so like i think just like his attention to detail for prep and scouts and things like that and his mm-hmm. translation to how his players have now interpreted it and been like it's given them confidence to be like oh wow like we know who we're playing like we we have we're we're prepared like they it's only the beginning for them so yeah they, they
1: can just go because like, i'm happy yeah. to
0: see i'm happy to see it's working for him i'm just happy to mm-hmm. see like everyone seeing what we saw
1: for years and yeah. what he was doing for years for creating you know and honestly you got that eight-year extension i know people think that's just like Yep, the, cynic, the, the cynic, The cynic and everybody would probably be saying, Okay, well that's you know, that's just a buyout anchor essentially for when big teams come to get him, they're gonna have to pay Drake some money to get him away. I get it. And I don't say that I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm also saying D Rock's a different dude. Like I w- could totally see him sticking at Drake for you know and
0: building that program. Six, seven, up. eight. So I, if not eight. the full
1: duration of that, yeah. Like
0: D Rock has the the cool thing, man, is D Rock has the blueprint, right? Yeah. So like D Rock has seen what Creighton has done in their transition to the Big East. Who's to say D. Rock can't take Drake on a similar yeah. path? Like they can now. It's okay. A bigger school could try to pay out Drake for D. Rock, or D. Rock could build Drake up to these right. leagues.
1: Are like, yo, right?
0: We'll cut. Yeah, come to the this league. Come to. The, uh-huh. I'm not even going to throw them out names out there, but you. But, know I, what but I mean. you're
1: right. Like he, he's seen a. A world that probably wouldn't be thought possible before, like when he got to Creighton, it was 1998. Mm-hmm. He hadn't even been to the, they hadn't even been to the NCAA tournament under Dana yet when he got there. You know what I'm saying? So like, from what that turned into to now, like Doug Big East, like yeah, man. You know he's playing villain number, top five teams every single year, beating them. Um, like he's going to Drake and he's seeing. This looks kind of the same as before. Yeah. You know, like Des Moines isn't. I don't, I don't think I don't think Des Moines is like Omaha, but Des Moines' is not a small city in Iowa. You know what I'm saying? Like he can get some hoopers yeah. there. Like he can love basketball. The they got I know enough. He I he know enough Omaha. Now just
0: from that's what I'm saying. I know enough now from being in Omaha, man. Des Moines got hoopers. Des Moines got people who love ball. Like they have enough people who will show out and enough kids who be like, yo, Drake. Like mm-hmm. Drake is, I'll go to Drake and show like. They've had they look at the, they have talented players. They I, Dude, yeah. I said I, I was telling you like I was like I like this team. Like they they're all different pieces. Like that they yeah. all just have like gotten the best out of each other. I think that's I mean, what we had a great. Their Creighton. big
1: man Darnell Brody w- was at Seton Hall before mm-hmm. he transferred to Drake. Okay, so think about mm-hmm. that right there. Going from the mm-hmm. Big East now he's now he's you know banging bodies with uh, Udezi last night like. uh you know, look at Joseph Yesafu. like that dude. Yesafu, man, yam, like that was a Marcus Foster violent dunk last night. That's not violent, violent. That's like, like explosive. These like this isn't like your, these aren't like your, you know. He
0: cocked, he cocked it back behind his head, you know, yeah, on a fast break, off two feet. That was like some Derek Rose on Goran Dragic yeah. type, yeah.
1: like. Yeah, they were some dudes, and that's not even their best. Dudes. Like Roman Pen and. Uh, Shanquan Hemphill are like their best players, and they're not even at 100, like Penn's out for the year, and Hemphill's not even 100. Like
0: they got some dudes.
1: That's not even their best, and they're still hooping like that. So yeah, he's gonna look out. Like sir- mm-hmm. Liam Robbins, remember Liam Robbins at Minnesota this year? How good he was in the Big Ten first year. D. Rock dr- recruited him to Drake. He went to Minnesota because of a family tie. He transferred there, but that was gonna be like the most dominant center in the mid in mid major basketball. He'll still be. Like he's gonna he's gonna bring guys to Drake for sure. He's gonna mm. he's gonna keep winning.
0: You know what I thought he built about this too? thing from
1: scratch. He had no players when he got there. None.
0: And the reason the reason I'm like they're going to have so much success is I think I, I actually I thought about it now, uh weirdly enough, just because you know, when I was a kid, I used to watch the tournament and be like, Oh, I just can't wait to go to one of these schools, like a tournament school. I remember, yeah. right? That's what you dream of when you go Hooper. And I was looking at the just looking at the bracket, it, like I looked at it when I was a kid, like then, and I was like, "Man, like I like all the like even Drake." I was like, "I would I would have looked into Drake like when I was looking at schools to walk onto, like looking at what they have now and like what they're doing." I, I like wanted like a under kind of under radar school, but like still got it going. Like mm-hmm. Drake's becoming kind of what I was thinking
1: Creighton. Well, what Creighton was for me, like for sure. at the time, so
0: like, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's dope to see.
1: You know what I thought? You know what. Else, I realized last night, or like it was pointed out on on Twitter by one of the Iowa writers or whatever. Um, so you've got uh, D-Rocket Drake. Mm. Uh, you have uh, Ben Jacobson at Northern Iowa. Mm. And now you have T.J. Otzelberger at Iowa State, who just got hired there. That's three former Greg McDermott assistants now coaching in the state of Iowa. So basically, they're four major D1s. Are Iowa, who has Fran McCaffrey, obviously, Iowa mm-hmm. State, Northern Iowa, and Drake. So three of the four are from the Coach Matt coaching tree. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild, right?
0: Yeah. No, and it's funny. And that's not even to mention like the Tim McAllisters at Texas Tech. So uh, he's at Georgia, Georgia Southern now. Oh, yeah, Georgia Southern. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But still, like, they, but in his first assistant like, role. Sorry, yeah, in right. his first assistant role. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, but so many.
1: I know. So that, like, get it, uh, you know, obviously Creighton's on starting on Saturday, and I just wanted to get where you're at mentally, getting ready for this matchup. Like, what do you know about UC Santa Barbara? Have you like dug into it? Or are you just thinking like, yeah, it's no you know, some it's no, they're good, West. Man. Like, what what is it?
0: They're good. i I've, <laughs> I've seen some. Like, I'm trying to see because didn't I just saw that. Didn't the odds get shifted?
1: The Vegas odds? Well, it started as uh, it started at uh, Creighton started as a double digit favorite, and it's been it's been bet down. Yeah, I think I think last I checked it was six and a half, so it's moved down quite a bit. But that's what I thought. And I think it's because everybody's kind of got Georgetown on the mind, and they forgot UConn already, so they forgot that Creighton beat UConn, and then they only remembered Mm -hmm. them getting plastered by Georgetown, which is fair. I get it. Like you can think about that. That's fine. Um, and UC Santa Barbara is good, but I'm looking at I went through like just 28, I found 28 like expert picks. I went to CBS, ESPN, uh, Fox, Obama.
0: Sports did Red. you see Obama?
1: Did I saw Obama? Obama. I didn't include him in the expert bracket, but yeah, I yeah, I it. didn't need too. I didn't need Um, and then I went to Sports Illustrated, so they had like a big they basically had their whole teams reveal their picks, like no single outlet has more Creighton picks than UCSB picks. And that just blows me away. So, like, of the 28, it's UCSB has 17 people picking them and Creighton only has 11. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, that is crazy to me because I thought this team was supposed to be, like, a media darling. Like, when did it go? When did the shine rub off? Like, when when, Uh, did they lose it? Like, aren't they still – I mean, no one thought Tyshawn Alexander was – worthy of all these awards last year right but now all of a sudden creighton's not a final four dark horse anymore like what what where did the shift happen like you again that was my only disconnect you have to give him credit for what he deserved or you're telling me that creighton's fine without him like you can't you have to sit in the middle of that somewhere
0: i just i think that has more so i i think that this just has a lot to do with the times in which creighton loses because it's like the timing has a lot to do with when like, just because that their last loss was that bad, it's going to be blown out of proportion now. You know that. I know that. Sure. Like, and, and then there's the, like, how we talked about offseason, like, their losses were learning experiences. People were like, no, that's, or media outlets saw it as like, no, they're inconsistent. Mm-hmm. It's like, nope. Yeah. You don't, you're not really like looking at the big picture. Cause it's just comparing, they compare teams incorrectly. And sure. so I think the analysis of Creighton has been a little off, and definitely what I'm seeing and how everyone thinks it's going to be. Well, at least I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, because it's like the UConn game was so like, let's really not write that off because if a that, lot was this, of that was that was a tournament
1: game, wasn't it? Like that was a, in, a,
0: in, yeah. in the amount of brackets I'm seeing that are like, yeah, the winner of like the UConn. Alabama matchup is going to the final four that I'm like, okay, then at least then, then tell me, I know that. And I know that Creighton's bracket is the toughest bracket too. Right. Uh But I'm like, don't tell me, don't tell me we're not going to like get past the first round game. If you're saying UConn's going to go to the final four. Right. Like,
1: don't say that. Right. That's it's not consistent. Yeah. You're not even being consistent in your remarks of an inconsistent team. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing though. I think us UCSB is really good. I think this Mm. is going to be a good game. Um, and I will get into that in a second, but I don't, I haven't seen any of the analysis of this game, um, like zeroing in on why USB can win. It's more of like what Creighton's problems Same. are. Same, and I'm like, I'm just like, that's are you sure Which you want to right, roll but, with that? Because well, every time you say that about a team, well, no. they always come out like to prove something. So, what do you, are you, do you really believe that Creighton's not ready to play this tournament or? Do you actually think UCSB is good? Because I think it needs to be the latter if you're gonna make that argument.
0: No, I, I agree, but like this is because they're this is all being dropped because it's Creighton's game to lose.
1: Like, yes. and I agree yeah, with true.
0: that. I agree with that. And so that's why it's like in the media, obviously you just hash on Creighton, 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 because it's like anything UCSB does to win this game is going to be more impressive because it was Creighton's game to lose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's right. I love Jay Billis, but his whole his whole analysis was, "Man, Creighton's good at this. Creighton's really good at that. This dude, Martin Kozakiewicz, special. Like yada, yada yada." And at the end, he's like, "USP is going to win." Like, wait, you just got done. You didn't even analyze USCSP. So why are they going like? Why are they? Gonna-? Because it's they 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 hash on these things that they're
0: good at, but then they don't. They think they're not going to
1: do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I'm like, okay, like what? <laughs> I know. I just need a reason. I, I, I'm i fine with the with the conclusion, as long as you give me a reason that makes sense along the way. I haven't seen it yet. I'm just seeing people. Picking, I haven't either. Like it's like, and I think it's the darling 12 seed. And it's like, yeah, but you got to have a reason to pick it because every year there's these teams where you're like, I think this is the upset right here. And then they exactly. go like 20. And it's like, OK, well, yeah, that was stupid.
0: I'm like, so are you going to
1: like, and and no one's been like,
0: even the McLaughlin kid, no one's ever, no one in their analysis has been like, yeah, he's going to go get 40 and they're going to mm-hmm. win. I've been like, okay. yeah, is he on a hot, like, or is he on a hot streak? Is that what you think that? Like, is any, no, it's just been like, oh, no, Crane's just not going to, or something. And I'm like, why, why, why are they not? Just because yeah. the Georgetown game. So let's get into the matchup so. a little
1: bit because, uh, McLaughlin is legit. Um, legit. Like, I think, uh, I think the you know I was looking I was messing around on synergy obviously this whole whole week honestly but uh so like there's of the top five uh, most efficient pick and roll ball handlers or whatever like Marcus is fifth, uh, McLaughlin's fourth like of the guys that are still in the tournament like it's gonna be fun when you got and if you watch him like he's got such good like poise with the ball in his hands. Yeah, he is never sped up. He's, like he seems just the game very, in yeah. slow motion. I love his that. change love that. of speed yeah. is yeah
0: comparable to Marcus.
1: Yes, yes, right. I haven't
0: actually seen. I don't think there's any other. I'm trying to think, I really don't think there's any other. And you kind of you tweeted this, I think too. But like, I just I don't think there's any other guard that really has the. They they have the same change of pace. Maybe, uh, excuse me, I'm blanking on uh, James Booknight. Maybe.
1: Okay. Change of pace-wise, yeah. but like Honestly, other McLaughlin than that, reminds me a of- lot of Booknight. Same size, yeah. Same, yeah. same skill. Like, yeah. I but think I think those those
0: three are in a class of their own in terms of mm-hmm. changing speed and manipulating a uh, ball screen.
1: Yeah, I really do for sure. And I just loved the. I love watching. I like. I just went through Marcus film and I went through McLaughlin film, and it's like they have the same bag of tricks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can come off. They can come off ball screen. They can. play play with great pace. First of all. They can come off ball screen and hit a lefty pull-up, a righty pull-up, or they can go left hand, righty pull-up, right hand, righty pull-up. They can get to the rim and finish with either hand. Um, They can play uh, that flip-back game to the opposite side of the floor because they're really good passers, and they can make that quick read. Um, They can hit the pull-up three off the screen going right or left. I mean, it it is like a mirror image when you watch these dudes. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think McLaughlin's a little bit taller, but Marcus is stronger, so it's and they both play with the same pace and change of speed, like you said. I just can't wait for this game because I think this is both of these guys play the same way. You know, I mean Creighton wants to play Creighton wants to play a lot faster. Like US U C S B in terms of their tempo and their average yeah. time of possession. Their tempo and average time of possession. That. It's 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 like it's like UConn. So it is gonna be like matching up with Book Knight because they want to walk it up, they want to drag time off the shot clock, they wanna let him make reads um and keep him kind of at that steady eddy pace uh to let him create for his and- team. So that's gonna be the, the, the game. Marcus is gonna to wanna to speed the game up, get the ball moving, get everybody popping, and McLaughlin's gonna to try to drain the clock, put the ball on the floor, um, create for his teammates and, and play at their pace. So that's gonna be the battle. Because they both, when you watch the skills, the skills are like even, even Steven. But in terms of who gets to control the pace, that's going to be who decides the game. Whoever can imprint their their style on the game, whichever point guard can dictate that, that's going to be the decider, I think, in my opinion. I agree. Because I completely agree.
0: Because in my analysis, I was just about to say, once you said that about like the pace, I was like, the, in my analysis of just the short clips I've watched of UCSB, is Mm. they just – they want to play fast, but they only want to play fast until they can get in the half court so McLaughlin can create and, like, get off his shot. And where I think Creighton has the advantage with the pace and just how they play and how they can, like, kind of load up to him Mm -hmm. is that he needs that space to create and he needs the time. And I think Creighton's defense and, like, guys like Reef off the bench have the ability to, like, speed him up and he's actually not as comfortable being sped up. Like, Marcus That's... makes his moves quicker and more decisive than he does. He's talented, like, and he gets into his rhythms, and his pull-up game is mm-hmm. smooth, but I don't think he's getting these pull-ups off. He's – I expect – I'm not predicting anything, but expect in the first half, like, he's going to get to these pull-ups, but he's going to be shooting them quicker than he had thought. That's... Because Creighton's defense – hopefully, mm-hmm. if Creighton's defense is on it, they're going to be speeding him up. And it's not the same pace as in their league in the dudes they've been playing. And I'm, I'm not discrediting him, and I don't know the full scope of the guys they play. I've only seen limited clips. But you're,
1: you're right. I'm they, just saying they, yeah, they're playing I'm they're, just saying they're like if Creighton
0: plays big East Creighton defense, they're speeding him up and he's not gonna hit those shots whereas Marcus plays at that speed pace. Yeah, and he'll I I, I think that's remember, the difference. That's remember, what, that's what I'm calling the difference.
1: I love this because you're sure. like because you're a hoop head, you can see this game. So like remember we had oh, Marcus yeah. on, we were talking about what defenses. Um, because he watches a lot of the NBA, right? So there's a lot of nuance Mm -hmm. there in terms of how you guard pick and roll, how you slow guys down, how you speed them up. Um, and we we asked him, "Have you seen a defense yet that um, that you're not comfortable with? Mm -hmm. Essentially, like, Mm -hmm. do you think there's one out there that you haven't seen that no one's tried yet? Um, and honestly, like the UConn one was the toughest one he said, but there really isn't one that he hasn't seen yet. I think with uh, McLaughlin, there's a lot of defenses he hasn't seen yet. So that's like you watch you watch all these USB UCSB games, and I haven't really seen teams. There's no, I haven't seen teams like Jimmer, you know, a Jimmer ball screens where they just chase, where Christian's going to chase him out to half court, like, and throw out his rhythm and throw off his timing. Um, I haven't seen teams like. Uh, you know, play drop coverage. I haven't seen team Like, they guard his ball screens basically the same way. And he sees – and he knows how to pick those apart. He's a fifth-year senior, so he's seen that already. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, I think that's the one thing Creighton might have going for it is that, you know, with Paul Lusk and with how much experience is on that roster. Like, mm-hmm. they've played a lot of different ball screen coverages that they can throw a lot of different looks at him. Even different defenders doing the looks. Like you said, Sharif is uh cleared to play, which he's practiced all yeah. Time. Um, Denzel's bigger, stronger, um, can hang with him. DJ's long. I don't think but Christian can put, get out to... there and guard ones. He's done it all the time. Uh, Marcus is a really good defender. Um, like he's he's going to like, see a to lot be... more than he's ever seen before. So the game is going to be, in his mind, it's all about how quickly he can slow it down for himself because the game is going to speed up on him tomorrow. And, I'm, and however long it takes him that to adjust sh- to it. That will show his poise. Yeah, right, right. So Creighton might be able to get get away from them if if they can speed that dude up and it takes him too long to kind of get into his rhythm. It's, um, So I can see really that Creighton building more, really before they come back so, sort of thing.
0: Like, and I'm not even, I'm not trying to be too hoop heady about this, but like, it's even more of a mind game of like, because you talked about him being poised, right? Like, and he is, but in a game like this, it's more like, you want him like so you want like cuz I really don't think he's seen like a like going a ball screen. I don't think he's seen a defender like Christian. Like I don't think he's right. he's faced like in it especially hopefully they are pushing. No, him I mean, up I haven't seen like, it. Send him up there.
1: I've, I've I tried to watch a seen, lot. I haven't seen anybody who can do it. I haven't seen does. he
0: has yeah. no real like he's he's I've seen a couple split the ball screens. I haven't seen him like split the ball screen and like really attack where it's like yeah. if Ryan's back there too, I don't think that's he's really getting anything off there. And so as long as that happens, like, you, it's almost a mind game because you want him to, like – you want him to feel comfortable, but he's actually
1: uncomfortable, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. You're, setting, like, you you're want setting, him to, you're setting traps, right, yeah.
0: You, like, you want him to feel like he's getting in his spots, but he's actually, like, working to – either, one, working too hard to get there or you're speeding him up to get there. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's where I think Creighton's going to have the advantage. And I think he'll play into that because, like, if he is – and I've seen, I mean, I've seen enough poised guards to be like, if he can actually weather those ball screens, like with Christian, and that doesn't rattle him, mm-hmm. and we're not closing off his skip passes out of there and not actually giving him options to have like any real ability to make play, that's when I think like,
1: yeah, Creighton can have the advantage and win that game. But the other, the other, if, he, if he's, if he's, too, if he's, is, is and Bishop are really good at protecting the rim. So yeah, like that's finishing yeah. finishing there isn't gonna be easy too. If they can get him going downhill yeah. and he feels like he has to take it all the way in, like he's still gonna have a tough time
0: exactly. That's set again, setting the that, again, set yeah. a trap, setting the trap. That's yeah, right, trap. right. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, so they can
0: they can spring that trap, we're good. I
1: okay. feel like that's where the game's gonna lay right there, though. It's mm-hmm. like that Marcus versus Jacori matchup is kind of like I, I guess I'll be surprised if UCSB is in this game if he's off. So I just don't, I just, Same. I mean, I'm not trying to like say I they completely don't have agree. Completely They agree. have, they have three fifty 50 or seniors in a starting lineup. They have a lot of experience, yeah. but, and they've yeah. got their, you know, their transfers, so they've been around, they've played at high levels before, but I just don't know if, if uh like, I don't know defensively they're going to be able to stop Creighton to the degree that they can have their star be, you know, have an off night and still hang with Creighton like that. There's just too much experience at high level, high intensity. Um, everything's on the line. Basketball that Creighton's played versus UCSB that that's gonna matter. Even if it's even though it's March and it's different, it's gonna matter. Like I, I think UCSB will play well, but at the end of the day, I you know, I think Marcus has experienced more. Um, he's seen more, and I think he'll he'll edge that matchup. And if and if 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 he if he throws McLaughlin out of rhythm out of rhythm and and those that Joe Jimmer ball screens, if Creighton uses those to to, to a good effect, like that throws him out of rhythm. Make better. I think they'll get buried early, and um, they might like have a furious rally, but I don't see them getting over the top because I think Creighton's. Well, this is where we put our theory to the test. Like we think what they've been building to this moment all year, right? Yeah, honestly, the way they played in New York up until the Georgetown game looked like <laughs> looked like they had – Well, I, did, we, I, 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 I
0: said it – I alluded to it earlier. I said – because, again, I'm saying if people are going to have like the U, winner of the UConn bama matchup in yeah. the Final Four and you yeah. think UConn's going to do all this, then, like, again, the time – like, if we're going to say Creighton was collecting data all year, Creighton is now putting – like, regardless of what you want to say about the last most recent game, mm-hmm. we can – I think this team is mature enough and through the understandings we talked about how last year, regardless, whatever big East was, that's not the goal. The goal was always this. This is the beginning of like, this is a new like beginning of the season for this team. And I, 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 from talking to them yesterday too, I think they all believe that. And like, this is just, yes. And this is like where they wanted to get to. And so I just think like, again, this is, they've learned they've gone through so much to now new season like and this is where they're like okay a team like a UCSB seen that played better than that beaten better than that even lost to that like a better team or a worse team than that but we learned from it and mm-hmm. I think this is now hopefully what we're going to see this is our I completely believe in our theory so I think we're going to see it yeah put on full display today yeah, or tomorrow
1: tomorrow me. right yeah um yeah. all right let's do predictions then do you want to go first for me predictions on the game yeah score yeah oh yeah oh he'll want to hear from us i think right
0: yeah because yeah, it's i i bet on it too i've been giving out betting advice all week right <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like inside. am i am i legally we're getting, we're getting inside, of you inside your trading territory um, um
0: that legally on the I, don't, I don't know i, don't I, don't care. Think, care. I think i think it's you are i
1: think you are that's fine you're you're not a student athlete anymore Right. Yeah. That's thank goodness. Right. Uh, thank. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> they've had a NCAA has gotten raked over the coals these last couple days, haven't they? I got my see name and likeness. I got my own. Uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Forget that's, the NCAA. Right. I'm good. Right. I'm good. I like how you kept family friendly with the forget, and so the other effort word. And I like um, how I have a March Madness hat on So. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So I'll go first. So yeah, like I don't know everything. I've kind of laid out there. I, I just like the uh the only matchup that's gonna be a little bit tricky is um probably Miles Norris. So he's a third year sophomore. I think he started mm-hmm. at Oregon, and transferred to UCSB. Yeah. He's like six nine, six ten, um, and can play on the perimeter. So that's 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 like, you know, you're talking about like Mama Kellys Veley, those type of matchups. That's 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 tricky for everybody, not just Creighton. Yep. Um yep. So the fact that he can step out at six foot nine and shoot like thirty seven, thirty eight percent from three, that's going to be interesting to see how Creighton deals with that. Because he can also, from you know, just watching him on film, he can also take it off the bounce and get to the rim, and obviously his length is going to be tough to stop there. So that's a tricky matchup for Creighton. Um, The McLaughlin Zagorowski matchup, I feel like. I feel like both guys will play well. Yeah, I think both guys will play well, but I'm betting on Marcus because of his high level experience. Like I think he's played more high level games. I actually think I broke it down. Let me see if I can find it. I I have a whole Schworgus board of notes here, but uh, yeah, McLaughlin's played 24 games basically against, you know, what I determined to be um, elite level. Uh, teams essentially. Uh, And that's being generous to some of the PAC 12 teams too. So (laughs) Um, I was just giving them the benefit of the doubt, but basically Ken Palm top 100 type teams essentially. So in those 24 games, he's averaging nine points, three and a half assists Um, shooting 37% from two, 32% from three. Not that doesn't blow you away. Right. So um, there is an element to his efficiency that is baked into The fact that he's been playing mostly 200 level, 250 level teams, um, not teams that he's going to be facing in in this tournament here. So I think when I look at Marcus Zagorowski's efficiency, that's all that's all built off of playing just top level, high level competition for the better part of three years now. Um, So
0: in other words, collecting data. Hmm, collecting data
1: yeah exactly interesting right interesting but yeah. continue continue and honestly i don't know how i don't know i mean this is stupid to say this but like the the stuff they've released so far in terms of like the images and whatnot like he's got that look in his eye that like smile like he's he's this is what he's been waiting you want to know he's been waiting to play know know? Yet, his whole career. Know,
0: i got i got inside information for you i know i know what so his favorite sneakers right And just I'm just talking from the pictures that were like his favorite (laughs) sneakers were obviously the Giannis, the first Giannis's that came out at the beginning of last year. Uh We got got a bunch of pairs of them last year. Like we got the Creighton Custom Colors. I had like two white ones, two blue ones. I bought my own pair because they were the, the first ones to come out, whatever. He saved a pair last year of white ones for the NCAA tournament because his favorite sneaker, he practiced in them a little bit, but he saved them for the NCAA tournament last year. He didn't wear them all year.
1: Oh, my. He God. saved
0: them for the tourney this year.
1: Are you serious? He didn't. Let's go. He waited Let's all go, year man. to wear them? Really? was
0: Ice. Ice like, I'm ready for these are The
1: tourney kicks. <laughs> Come on, man.
0: Let's get it. Let's get it.
1: I might change my prediction here. I might go a little bit more lopsided. Uh, Let's get it, man. He seriously, he seriously boxed them for the whole season. He didn't touch them until till now.
0: He saved. He was doing this last season.
1: They were his favorite ones, and he didn't. He boxed them seriously. The
0: honest ones, because they were my favorite. I got them right here. I can really. Grab them. I have my, Yeah, show them. Let me see them. I had them in all colors. Let me see him. I got these ones. The Giannis ones. Remember? Yeah. We all had okay.
1: These. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We all had these. Yeah.
0: These were these were I wore these. He wore them. He had the blue ones. He wore remember at San Diego State, even for the tournament. That's when okay. we found out because we were we were we were talking about just season kicks. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, I really like these are the ones. We had a bunch of different we had black pairs even just for practice, whatever. And he was like, we asked Johnny, we were like, Can we is there any way we can get the custom pairs? later in the season like because you get a custom pack whatever Mm -hmm. and so yeah, he was like yeah and we got two pairs I had two pairs of them (laughs) he had he had his two so but he clearly he probably wore one but this was the one he put on ice Wow, (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll retweet the picture for you later. Okay, yeah. If they if they
1: if if they roll if they roll on Saturday, that's gonna be uh, you gotta tweet that picture out. I'll tag you. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um,
0: Yeah, so so I think I'm gonna go.
1: I think yeah. I mean, knowing what we know, uh, I think I was gonna land on 81-63 Creighton. I think uh, I know. I'd spent all that time talking about how USC UCSB will come back, but I think Creighton's just gonna play well. I just think they are. I do too, and I I don't think if they play well that UCSB. I think they want to. Yeah, for sure. I think they're ready for this, and I just, I don't know. I
0: think they're like yeah.
1: I just don't think they're reeling right now. I think they're okay. Like I think they're I think they have the right mindset. I think they want to play well in this tournament. I think they want you know they want to show out essentially, and they see that they see what this region's got in front of it. Like if they win this game. And chalk holds um, on the bottom part of their bracket. They're playing the reigning national champs in the second round. And then if they get through that, they're playing the predicted national champs of this year. So, like, that's all the kind of stuff that Creighton, like, that, 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 like, lights their fire, man. They love that shit. So, why not? This whole t- not? Th- this team has always been up for that type of stuff. So, I think they're going to be up for US- UCSB. I think that the matchups favor them. M- mostly across the board. Um, I think the style of play favors them. Um, And I think both teams have experience, but if you have to decide who gets the edge in that, I'm going to go with the team that's played, that has experience and that has played more high level, high intensity, um, winner take all type of games. So, I, I'm I'll, I'm rolling with the Jays, and I think I'm going to go 81-63, so it'll look kind of comfortable. I don't know if it's going to be a blowout early or it'll get that way late, but I think Creighton rolls in the second half, and it won't be. I don't anticipate this being a stressful type of game. As much as I think the world of McLaughlin, it wouldn't be surprised to see him in the NBA someday. Um, I think Creighton's got more horses to get this done and more experience to get this done. So 81-63, Creighton is what I'm going with. Eighty-one sixty-three. So, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Kemp probably has like a seven point game, I think. I think it's seventy-four sixty-eight. I'm yeah. So that's a little, I'm a little bit more. See, optimistic. I thought
0: I was going, I thought I was going to be ambitious when I was going to like,
1: because
0: initially, because I do think, I think Marcus is going to have a big game. I think expect a very big game. I think DJ is really going to seize the moment here and yeah. show that he's like, because I think you you actually brought this up earlier, and I want to talk about it. I think even last year, I mean, granted Marcus was injured, but I think in people's analysis of picking Creighton, I think they've been like, do they have like the two consistent guys? And it's like Marcus, yeah, or like preseason all guy, and then they're like, who else has been consistent? Why are they losing to like a Georgetown, like whatever? And I'm like, these are people who just obviously, clearly, you don't watch all the games, so stop. Because <laughs> it's like they do have the other guy, and especially in yeah. a tournament like this, because you have whether it's a Dame, Denzel, Mitch, whatever. It's like you, if you count on Marcus and then one of those guys to just do their thing, like, and I'm talking across the board, Christian, like all of them. Yeah, that that's what makes a good tournament team, and so I do think it's going to be like. Dame that comes up big this game or and then a, or Denzel and then Dame comes up or vice versa, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just think Creighton, my prediction, I go, I definitely think they hit 80. So I was gonna go, you were more
1: generous. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I was nervous about going above eighty because that's not usually how tournament games go.
0: No, but you didn't think you don't think
1: I think UCSB but I think it'll be kind of. you think UCSB's
0: yeah. not gonna get any buckets, really.
1: Well, I just think Creighton's. I think Creighton's sixty. Creighton I think, knows them under. Yeah, well, I think Creighton's good. better defense. Well, I think they're going to play at a slow pace, is the reason. So they're not going to, you know, they're, they might. They, I think Creighton's going to score eighty-one points okay. on about sixty-six possessions, and I think UCSB will score sixty-three on sixty-six. You know what I mean?
0: No, I, see. I think hopefully, if Creighton's pace is faster, it's going to speed UCSB up, so they're going to make buckets like think so? Regardless, but yeah, I mean, like regardless, I, I don't know. I don't, th- I think it's also going to be. A yeah, I don't want to like
1: unconvince you. Here. I just think it's. A, yeah, tell me how you feel. No,
0: I still think it's going to be like a. Uh, I'll say create an 83. You should be a 71. That's a high scoring game.
1: Yeah. Okay. Interesting, but I think it's gonna yeah. be
0: Creighton's gonna. It's gonna be a lot of like. It, it, I think it's gonna be a lot of fools gold. That's what I'm trying to say though, because I'm like, you gotta let them think they're comfortable in taking these shots. Mm. They're just gonna. Hopefully, I hope they keep try to take these. I hope Creighton like is speeding them up to take these like short elbow jumpers or like corner, not too long, too in the corner three type shots where it's mm. like, yeah, you're hitting those and you're scoring, but it's like we're about to put a run on you at some point in, in this game. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they'll get up by. I hope they get up by twenty. I think I. I mean, early second half, get up by twenty, and then UCSB fights back a little bit, but Creighton still holds them off.
1: Makes sense. I, I could see that happening. Like I think I think Creighton's gonna be have a big lead at some point, but I think yeah. you're I think you're on on point with UCSB not laying down for it either. So no, they're not. They'll, they'll, they have they'll enough, get like themselves. They'll get themselves back into it somehow. Yeah. 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 I like it. All right, well, that's uh, that's our instant tournament preview. We didn't get a whole lot of questions, so I didn't even touch them, but we'll figure those out.
0: Yeah, all good, man. Yeah, we got a whole lot of People podcasts jack- coming up. People this week, are make- so. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> we gotta we're say going some on a tear here. Yeah, we're gonna go on a little tear here. We're all right, tear. appreciate you guys for I'm listening,
1: uh, Jordan. Thanks for hopping on uh, mid morning, no probably knocking one out, and uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll be uh, um chiming in for the game on Saturday absolutely all right everybody thanks for tuning in have a good one